The Desire for Revenge This is Joel with Overcome Evil with Good. You know, when you go through a narcissistic relationship, a toxic relationship, someone you invested in, someone that you believed in, someone that you had children with, someone that you spent so much time, maybe even forgiving, letting go, and um, maybe you have been cheated on, uh, definitely lied to, uh, you've been deceived, you've been uh, just all the crazy things that a toxic person takes you through. The normal person desires revenge. Now, granted, while we desire that, the question is, is it the best thing? And and if it's not the best thing, then you know what do I do with this desire? And what is the best way to handle the anger that I feel inside? Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I went through times of anger. I did. Um, I I remember uh, very distinctly um, times that I was just angry. But you know, for some reason, it's not something that I really battle with. Because I believe, I, I think that um, you know, some of it's personality and some of it's theology. Okay, Because I believe that God takes revenge on those who, who do us wrong. And so I don't want to have my hands in that, okay? Because I know that God is going to take care of the person that, you know, offends and, and hurts and on purpose hurts me or other uh, of his people, okay? Um, I'm not special. Um, I'm not saying that, you know, you know, when you got two people um, that, you uh, you know, let, let's say, you know, two people that are supposedly Christians and you're thinking, well, which one is the Lord on, you know, and which side is the Lord on? And, you know, the Lord's not on any either either side, so to speak. Um, the Lord is on the side of right and we need to be on his side of things. OK, so you're, you're God's not going to take sides, so to speak. Um, now, in my situation, I believe that I was married to a religious person, not a person that knew Christ. Um, I don't believe that she knows Christ at all. Um, and now, now she will tell you she does. And I hear this a lot. I mean, so I've got, I've got a theory. I just reposted a, you know, if you look on my, if you were to look on my Facebook, you would see that I posted I crush you, okay, and and it's got some other things xed out on there, and and it's that desire for revenge, and um, you know I'm thankful that again that I just not had that desire. I I really haven't, but I do see and hear a lot of people have that struggle, okay. Um, you really struggle with with getting revenge. Uh, now, now, if we've got anger, what do we do with it? How's a healthy way, you know, to deal with your anger? Um, there, there's um, this is not primarily 
a podcast on that. And um, but I can tell you some of the things that I did. Uh, some of the things that I did is I went to the gym. I I worked out. I, I was I was just full of um, you know uh, like testosterone inside of me that I wanted. I, I took it out on on the weights and it was real helpful and and um, and I and I got uh, you know in better shape as a result of it. And now you can take that to an extreme and you can, you know, use as a coping mechanism. And then next thing you know, the the gym is the place where you, you know, that's always the out, you know, you you can get addicted to things is what I'm saying. You can get addicted to working out the gym just like you can smoking or eating wrong or anything else. Now that I, I didn't, that didn't happen with me. Um, Fortunately, I don't have a, an addictive personality type, um, and I know a lot of people struggle with that. And I, you know, and I'm just blessed um, to not have that. But, but you know, um, some people, you know, get it inside their mind. You, you know how? Do you know how to keep yourself angry? Keep thinking about it. Keep talking about it. Uh, keep talking about it. And 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 and, and you know, there's a. There's sometimes you just need to mouth the words, God, would you help me forgive them? Lord, I want to release them to you. And then ultimately, eventually, you'll get to a point where you can say, God, bless them. I hope they have a great life. I want that person to have a great life so far outside of me that you know, if I don't see them, that'll be the best thing that ever happened in my life, right? Um, you know, not best thing in life, but, you know, it'd be a good thing that I would never have to see that person. But, you know, I can still bless them. The Bible says that um, we, we bless those that curse us, okay? Now, why is that? Because God knows inside of us that if if we're wanting the downfall of another individual all the time, we become so focused on them and the revenge. You know, see, God says that um, that He is the one that takes revenge. All right, I, I don't want to be a part of that. Um, I don't need to be a part of it because He is more than capable. God's seen everything that happened. Now, you may not feel like it at times, and you still may feel angry at times. But listen, I've gone through times where I thought everything was out, then something reminds, and then it gets flared up again for a second. And then I say, you know what? It, you know, the good news is, is I'm out. And uh, there, there's so many positive things. Sure, um, I'm going to tell you this. So let me get back to what I originally wanted to do this podcast over. Okay. There are healthy ways to deal with your anger. Yes. And mine was exercise. Mine was writing and journaling. Mine was even like breathing and, and, and focusing on good things and disciplining my mind and reading and growing. And, and, you know, it just doesn't happen because I said I don't want to be angry anymore. It takes work. I went through that on a podcast. It, it takes work, and it takes a lot of work. Now, um, let, let's let's um, let's go back for a second. You see, I believe the person 
that you are so angry at that ruined your life. Um, now, I can't say this with every person in every situation because I believe most narcissistic people were a narcissist when you met them. Now, they may have not been to the degree when you met them. That's why we fell in love with them. That's why we chose them. They appeared to have a, some sort of, you know, um, personality and things about them that attracted us, okay? Now, uh, here's what I really want to get into. I believe that what you had you, you really never had, okay? They, I, I believe, if you're a believer, um, I believe that people were sent into our life to try to destroy our life. Now, they may not know the plan. I, I'm sure they don't. I'm sure, you know, they don't know what the enemy tried to do to you, okay? But I, I'm convinced there's some people out there, and I think that I'm one of them, that the enemy sent somebody into my life and and uh but but what is beautiful about that is this you see god doesn't waste anything he doesn't waste anything and and so even though the enemy sent delilah into samson's life and samson ended up cutting his hair off and or you know or they ended up cutting his hair off she did and um and and he ended up losing all of his strength you know, I didn't have long hair, but I had a lot of things going for my life that I was demasculated in a lot of ways um, through the marriage that I was in. I was um, confused all the time. I was, uh, you know, it, it was just always battling something that was just incredible. It, it was, it was, is a horrible experience. Okay, but how? But but here's the thing. Sam, just like Samson, and I've talked about this before, he had a purpose. You see, what what the enemy meant for evil, God means for the good. He takes that which the enemy has designed, uh, just like Joseph's brothers. I, I believe that that was a demonic. Um, where I mean, it'd have to be, you know, take your own brother that, you know, I, I get, you know, not liking your sibling, but that you would, you know, cast him into a, a pit to die. I mean, that, that's just cruel. I mean, how cruel could you be? Um, but then they ended up saying, well, hey, we can make some money off this. Let's sell them to the, you know, and and he was sold as a slave. And, and then we know that Joseph finally, you know, looked at his brothers and said, what you meant for evil later on you know later on this is years down the road see when we read stories or watch movies we read bible stories i could tell you the whole story in 10 minutes but that's not how life works life doesn't work in 10 minutes life doesn't work in an hour and a half movie that you watch this movie and this horrible you know you get this couple that are maybe doing good and and then all of a sudden they have this tragedy and at the end they're back together again that's all wrapped up in an hour and a half movie okay or if you read a book it's on 160 pages or whatever it would be okay real life sometimes it, 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 it things take a while before you see the good um but if if I can encourage you in, in to train your own brain, I can't train your brain. Um, I can only encourage you to train your own brain to look for the good. Because God, 
if you're his child, he's in it. Um, he's going to take that, what the what Joseph did, and what Joseph said to his brothers years later. So let's go back to that. He looked at his brothers, and Joseph is an adult now. They didn't even recognize him. And he said, he said to his brothers, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. If, if we could see all of the trials of life through the lens that God is doing something good, it'll revolutionize your life. I promise you. Um, I, I want to encourage you um, if if you're listening to this and you've gone through some tough times like that, that we're not on God's timetable. Um, you know, we're not on that same time frame. And and you know, sometimes I, I wish God would hurry up, right? But you know, in the in the in that He doesn't, because he's got a perfect timing and sometimes we need to learn things through not sometimes all the time we need to learn things on the journey we're not ready for the blessings sometimes that he's about to give us um if if you're one of those people that anger is still boiling inside of you will you just take time when you get off this podcast, will you just take time to, to go before God and ask God to help you forgive them, to help you to let it go and to move on with life? Because as I say in that article, the greatest revenge, if you will, is that you go and live a good life. Because, you see, we're not, I'm not trying to have a good life because of what my, the person that, that I'm speaking of, I, I'm not trying to, you know, say, hey, look at me and I'm going to put it out on Facebook so you can see. No, that's stupid. You're still reacting to them. That's retarded. <laughs> um, and I know that was not politically correct, but that, that is slow minded thinking. And so I, I didn't say it in a derogatory way. I meant it. it. That that is that is that is absent thinking because we don't do anything now in reaction to them. When you begin to heal, you don't, you know, get this revenge, if you will, and uh, and, and try to be successful and to spite them because you're still being controlled by them. Not at all. You take your time, pace it out, whatever your life looks like. The one thing that you have now that you didn't have, I mean, that you have a choice at least, is you have peace in your life. Oh, sure, you might not have the company. But, you know, sometimes who wants that kind of company? Don't you remember you're the person that was just begging, I wish I wasn't here. This is ridiculous. This is horrible. I, I would do anything to, than to be here right now. 
So that's another podcast for another time. But when you are seeking revenge, the real person that is being eaten up and the real person that is being damaged is yourself. But when you can just let it go, God, again, letting it go doesn't mean that you invite this person into your life again. It doesn't mean that it doesn't even it doesn't even undermine the things that you went through. All it does is keep you from being held captive. My desire for each and every person that's listening is that you live a life of freedom, a life that is absent of anger. Now, what I mean by anger is obviously we have the God-given we, we, let's be angry about the right things. Let's be angry about the injustices of this world, but not in a way that we become bitter, resentful, or revengeful. But we we channel that energy into doing good. We 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 say that it's wrong to abuse kids in any kind of way. Well, let's help pass legislation. Let's let's do what we can. Let's give to organizations that helps um, you know these uh, uh, these these captors um, who you know do child trafficking who you know these um, people that go in and, and and help rescue these people give money to that go to work tomorrow with fervency so that you can gain more income to put it towards things that matter <laughs> you know use that energy in that way. Can you imagine if your mind was not looping right now from all the anger that you were going through, how much productivity that you could be a part of again? Yeah. Let it go. That's my prayer for you. And that is the greatest way that I know how. And that is, is, is giving it over to God asking God to take care of it for you and asking him to show you that pathway and 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 just stop asking him to take revenge <laughs> just just stop <laughs> just stop he'll do it in his time you know he, he's he keeps he keeps the records he knows exactly but when you're praying those prayers you're just still tied up in the anger and then you're going to get mad at God for not doing it on your timetable. You're trying to control him. We, we try to control God a lot, but that's another story. Keep doing what is right. Forgive. Let go of the revenge. And live your life. And live it to its fullest. And that's how you overcome evil with good. <laughs> <laughs>